Welcome to the Millennial Soul Food Podcast. Episode 29 with Gangsta Gurry. I'm your host, Keyonce. Enjoy. What's up, Gurry? <laughs> Hello, 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 hello. Hi. What's up? How are you? Girl, I Child, listen. <laughs> it's giving tired. It's giving exhaustion. It's giving girl. Like, I'm just glad to be here, but bitch, I could take a nap right now. Like, I'm just making it through the day. I was okay. Down. Yeah. So I, I'm just thankful to be able to work from home and have enough money to eat you know, and social support, you know, COVID did affect some family members, but not as bad as some people. So um, I have a lot to be grateful for. And I'm grateful for Mm -hmm. people like you who I get to, you know, work with. And this was literally like, I was looking forward to this all day. I'm like, I am excited for the energy. Yes. I'm so glad you said that because I was literally like I've been thinking about this ever since we talked about it it's just like a sense of excitement you know what I'm saying and also just like a sense of community that I don't think that we get to have very often Mm -hmm. and I feel like when it does happen you know what I'm saying you have to take advantage of it and have gratitude for it because Mm -hmm. listen I think especially like now as we have been you know living through these times we start to notice what are the things that we are uh releasing from our area, releasing from our arena that don't necessarily serve us because they're outdated. You, you dig what I'm saying? And like, mm-hmm. as we are getting older, as we are becoming more wise, we're starting to find not just our tribe, but people that we can actually have those deep conversations with or those life-changing conversations with that opens mm-hmm. the door for that. So it's just like, I've been thinking like, because you know, I'm such a such a, a wonderful, like, I love watching what you do and watching what Aww. you share because I feel like it's so important to have a voice, um, a queer voice. You feel what I'm saying, child? Because you know me. I mean, I'm just like, I was out here, we, I've been out here in the streets for a long time. You know what I'm saying? And people pop up, people come and go, but it's also just like knowing somebody has good intention, not just for themselves, but for everybody else that they're connecting with. You know what I'm saying? And certain energies carry that. So I just have to extend my gratitude. Wow. Like literally, like I was like, I've been waiting to tell you this and I'm glad I get to do this now. <laughs> so I it's hard out here. Tomorrow. Okay. Who yeah. you telling? Who you telling? And came through, did made some shit happen. Uh, but also like the authenticity. You know what I'm saying? I think that's oh, the other thing. Oh, thank you. Right. I'm just a country bitch from Mississippi. You ain't told me shit I ain't ever Here. heard before. Cause I was about to say, listen, I'm a Conyers girl. I was raised in Conyers, Georgia. I, I was gonna ask you about that. Yeah, I also, I feel like it's important for, um, do you, you identify, uh, your pronouns are he, him, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it's important for, especially like queer black men to have these kinds of conversations. Cause I don't think that we have um, as much of a community, community as like, um, I guess you could say like cis women, Mm-hmm. or black women especially mm-hmm. i don't know i don't know I, th- I think there's a lot of just trauma with like black queer men that keeps For us sure. from connecting you know mm-hmm. and i don't like to write off all black queer men as being like catty and stuff like that it's just more like facing different parts that are reflected in a group that's mm-hmm. very similar to you you know what i mean sure. so i am here for these kinds of <laughs> you're like oh, shit 
I'm like, listen, I'm like, we going there. I was about to say, because we can go all over because I got words on that. You, I went to, baby, I went to Morehouse. So like. Oh, shit. Tell me about that. Uh, definitely a life, like that was one of those things, you know, like when you growing up, you're like, why the hell? We can cuss on here, right? Cause I'm yeah, very, yeah, I gotta, yeah, okay, yeah. perfect. I'm, Cause it was given very, why the fuck my mama got me going here? My mother went to Morris Brown. So she uh, went there, had that experience. It was like, I think this would be great for you. Um, mm -hmm. And I was like, girl, but I think like the first couple of years being around a bunch of other men, being around a bunch of other men that also were like closeted was very difficult as somebody who was working on accepting themselves. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. um, but also being able to learn and understand how, you know, media, uh, social society has depicted black men in a specific type of light and painted them as a very one dimensional person, a very one dimensional character, whether mm -hmm. it's in television, whether it's in reality television, like you name it, you know what I'm saying? You look mm -hmm. at a black man, you always automatically assume these things and they're not always the most positive. Um, so being able to just like have that, uh, and then, you know, so many different folks coming from different walks of life. Like I grew up, like I said, very Southern, um, didn't come from a lot, but came from enough and seeing hey, black folks. Okay. okay, listen, gotta be grateful for it. Cause it's like, a, a bitch a is still here. You didn't come from a lot, but what you say? I came from enough. Okay. <laughs> Catch that. <laughs> Catch that, bitch. <laughs> That is a uh, fucking word. It's the fucking truth. Like, it's mm. like, girl, like, I mm. wish I was on yachts, as my mom used to say, yachts and shit. Yachts and Wait, shit. Shut, stop. Like, you need to. Listen, or I was in Bali, bitch. Like, I wish I could have taken them trips when I was, you know, 17 or whatever, had my nice car, but it wasn't given that. But Got you know it. what? We still, we still good. And we can take our little yacht trips in our adult age. You know what I'm saying? That's Hallelujah. reversing the curse. Okay. I, say. That. I was like, amen. Uh Hey, that. light okay. up, girl. <laughs> I was like, ah! <laughs> cause baby girl, I had to come prepare. I told you I had to, I had to take a nap cause I was like, bitch, get your energy right. Cause today has been very all over the place. You feel what I'm saying? And I was but, like, yeah. you, I scheduled my whole day. Cause um, today is the last day of Ramadan. So yeah. tonight, mm-hmm. So like uh, every tonight is like when, um, as far as I know, cause I've been observing, it became more of like a spiritual practice. Like ever since I stepped out into the world and stepped into myself, something mm -hmm. felt like appropriate, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. To just like really start this path. And also like, I tell people I'm like a five-year-old, I need direction, like give mm -hmm. me the step-by-step -step process. Like I have prayer five times a day. I know what I can do. I know oh. what I can't do. Like those types of things to help me keep a routine, a schedule. That's I'm like, it's tough. 30 days. Mm -hmm. So do you identify so, as um, Muslim? Not at all. I did not grow up around other Muslims unless I was in school, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. uh, but, but <clears throat> say that again. Oh, I think that's really cool though. Cause um, like, I mean, prayer is essential to any spiritual tradition period. And then also there was a lot of Islam influence, one on Ifa mm -hmm. on, you know, in Nigeria. So um, I think it's, yeah, it's, that's really cool that you're like kind of um, observing the prayers and stuff. And, it feels like a like a remembering. It feels like something mm -hmm. I used to do, but like kind of like lost. And of course it got muddled in, you know, Southern mm -hmm. Baptist Christianity and stuff like that over the years. And it feels like a step back around to this person that I know that I have been like growing into. And the mm -hmm. I feel like especially this year, it's been very uh 
you know, it's given me time to reflect and time to really process what I mean when I say I'm ascending. You know what I'm saying? People use that word so all over the place. Mm-hmm. It's just like it's a it's a specific meaning to it. And it's like what are the sacrifices that go along with it and what is the battle that you are willing to kind of like take on in order to get to that next stage. And oh. sometimes you need a couple of check-ins during the day. Be like, listen, with this the Lord. Okay. Bye. Bring me back, God. Okay. Lord forgive me, because I know that today has been a snatch and a serve, but you know what? We back on track. I'm still full of gratitude. Okay. Listen, I I mean it because you know me. I when I get in my bag, I turn into uh preacher bay okay and some of my girlfriends are like it's the gg ministries around here okay <laughs> gg ministry okay okay gg and Keontae in this motherfucker okay in this, okay listen okay hallelujah holla back beach uh, <laughs> all my fucking life bitch you need to be a regular on the show also i'm trying to get we need to get that astro tea for this past week um Cause I okay, because we're gonna get into your biography, all that kind of stuff. We got a lot of stuff to talk about, but I don't know. This is kind of heavy. Also, I saw a lot of obituaries this past week about with people. Um, this one person from Chicago, they were like a, a dominatrix, dominatrix, and mm-hmm. they passed away. Um, and then someone, I think someone from a Queer Wave um, podcast or something like that. One of those people passed away. Oh my God. So I don't know. And then all my <laughs> friends have been anxious as fuck. Yeah. I've been kind of going through some shit. Like, and this is, I don't know. Who I needed to hear all of this because first and foremost, um, I'm trying, I want to say, cause it's just like, we remember these people in paradise. There was a, a phrase that I remember cause people are like not resting in peace cause we still have these people's energies around us and stuff like mm-hmm. that. So remember them in paradise. That's very interesting because somebody close to me reached out to me uh, yesterday from a strange number and then told me they ended up breaking their phone because their father had passed away out of nowhere. So it's like, that is like happening really that's And it's very interesting that we're like talking about this and it's also like scary, you know what I'm saying? Cause then of course, like when that starts happening, it makes you start thinking about like your own people and like start really praying for them more and start just like being aware of like every moment you really never know. And then it also starts making you reflect on yourself. And I think that that is what this whole week has been so yeah. far. It's been really heavy reflection on like, who am I? Mm-hmm. Like, I, I know who I am for real, for real. Like, and I know this with conviction, but like, I need to make sure that if I say this, I'm gonna be about it. And what are the steps that get me to being about it? What are the things I gotta fall away along with it? Um, and that's in the physical and the non-physical, you know? Mm-hmm. Damn, that is so true. Yeah. I know they said Jupiter moved into Pisces or something like that. Tomorrow, I believe they say, uh, it's supposed to be going into Pisces. Listen, I know, I like I tell people, I ain't no astrologer. I know when some shit be moving around and stuff like that in the sky, I pay attention. Mm. I like to follow the moon. Like that's like my main oh. focus is like the moon placements and like when is the moon in this sign and like what is this energy bringing during this season and then looking at the cycles makes- throughout a year. I'm definitely a moon <clears throat> witch too. I mean, mm-hmm. I do a lot of witch stuff with the eclipses and stuff. So what exactly are your like modalities? Cause we're like, you know, we are both spiritual workers, but uh-huh. we are working on, we're working on the same team, but you know, we just mm-hmm. got different modalities. So what, which, where, where are you? Okay. That's a really great question. And I don't think I've ever been asked this. So this is like mm-hmm. a very like first time thing discussing it. So like my step in <clears throat> was through Lukumi Santeria. I went to Cuba back in 2013. 
Um, and I was there for like a, I was doing like, a, I was a PhD student back in the day. In a past life, I used to study like Hispanic languages and literatures. So I was there yeah. doing research for a summer. Um, and I had this really like traumatic experience happen while I was there. And basically like one of the people that I met that was um, on like tour or like with his school or whatever, I met them in the time that I was like there. And um, I ended up reaching out to them because I was like, they're the only people that were from America that I had met. Um, and he was like, I have somebody to like take you to. So he took me to the Cayo de Hamel. It's basically like this, uh, this like pathway. It's like a, I want to say, um, kind of like a little tunnel, little cave or what have you. And mm. they had babalaos. <clears throat> so it's like basically being able to say, well, like a babalao. And that was like my first time ever doing something different. Wow. Um, and I remember he, uh, he uh, adored me with like the Eleke de Shango. And that was like the first time I ever found out about anything like differently. I hadn't gone through initiation. It was basically just like me sitting with like different like babalaos while I'm in this new country, having this whole spiritual experience. What? And I was like, something has got, that's what like started it. And that was like, we'll say like eight, nine years ago. Um, and then just wow. like, you know, life happens. And that wasn't necessarily my focus. It's like that was in the background, but never something I really like knew how to like access because it felt so foreign. It felt so like this is a different country, different land. You don't have that same access to these people anymore. Um, so maybe like 2017, 2018, this was right around when I started getting into like crystals, um, when I started learning more about like my numerology and stuff like mm -hmm. that. Um, I ended up finding somebody that I, I think is like a, a hoodoo priest or something like that. And it was like, I would get like uh, different like products from them um, at that point. And like, they were like the person that like, I would like learn like even the littlest of stuff from. Um, but then wow. life shifted and took me kind of like, cause I've always been a very independent person, figure things out on my own. So it's like, I would see certain things and then I would just like learn, play mm -hmm. around. My alters have shifted so many different times. You know what I'm saying? And like, I've created so many different ones. So like when I, when people ask, I'm like, I do it all. I, I pay attention mm -hmm. and observe everything, but like, I'm not a, person that says that I am the patron state of X, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I, I take what works for me, which may not work for everybody else, but I do, uh, I do identify and like have like my head, like Orisha and stuff like that that's been like told to me and stuff. Um, Shango? Mm-hmm. Almost Shango, I'm Shango too. <laughs> really? See, yeah. that's why we and see my mother is Oshun. My mother's Oya. Oh, <laughs> so when you was like, on a Wednesday, I was like, oh, okay, cute. Like, this will work out perfectly. And you know, it's ever since I found out, like, officially, officially, because, like, you know, but you don't really know until somebody tells you. And then when somebody tells you, it's like, okay, that's it. So it's like every time, like, during this uh, stretch of the week, that's when things start to, like, come around and the winds start moving. And it get, it's been really loud in New York this year, like, on Wednesdays, like, whether it's thunderstorms, whether it's, like, like lightning storms out of fucking nowhere. Like the wind is like, they're like heavy winds. I'm like, girl, like, okay, I get, <laughs> I get it. <laughs> like, I get it. It was not given oh this yesterday, God. but it's given that today. So, but that's kind of like today, like 2021 me, like this has been work. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. I would say probably since we'll say 2017, 2018 is when I like hopped, that, hopped back out there for mm -hmm. myself. Um, and I felt like spirit, the universe, like God, you know what I'm saying? Like everybody was coming through at different times, but I felt like the majority of the last couple of years has been like ancestral work and like yeah. really, really tapping into just like understanding what that means um, mm -hmm. and where I come from. You know what I mean? So what was your first like step into, um, ancestor veneration? Who? um, no, that's first the, thing, everybody be curious about that. Like, honestly, um, wow. Cause, okay this is what it is um 
I want to say it was maybe like right around the time that I really started getting deeper into my practices. Um, my stepbrother randomly passes away out of nowhere. Oh. Um, it becomes national news. Like it's like a whole <clears throat> thing. Like you can find it on ABC. In like, Georgia. In Tennessee, it was like a, it was like a, like a waterfall or something like that. Oh. Um, and the water took him under. Mm. Cra- craziest shit ever. So this is like June, 2017. And um, even though we didn't have the, we didn't have the closest relationship because growing up, he didn't come into my life until I was an adult. So it was like maybe like three or four years worth of time that we had in the physical to be mm. able to connect. Um, but that was like my stepmother's only son. So of course, like that yeah. is something that became very, very, you know, like thinking of him, mm. you know, kind of like step in. My dad was like, you should, I'm like, I can't do that. You know what I'm saying? That's not my place. <laughs> but it was more like, how can I, because he was always like an entrepreneur, like an actor, like he was always in the spotlight. So for uh, me, it was like calling in that energy and being like, okay, like he was not here to do that. How can I do that? Cause that's something I've always wanted to do, but have been scared to. So like, how do I call that energy in? So Use his life as inspiration. There you go. And it's like, ever uh-huh. since then, that's been what my version of ancestral veneration is. So it's like, I got the altar, uh-huh. I got the setup. It's like, it grows, you know what I'm saying? As time goes on. And then I feel like the more that I started to do ancestral veneration and really just like thinking about like, yo, like, you know, some mornings you wake up and it'd be somebody that's on your altar that hits your mind. And it's like, okay, baby, I know what you need. Let me burn this little incense. Let me light this little candle for you. Cause listen, I call myself on the low low. I'm like, <clears throat> I call myself on this on the secret, like a magician. Cause I literally have all my little potions and shit. Like I have probably over like 75, 80 different like conjure oils from like practitioners. Yeah. Like, I don't know if everybody really know that, but I literally have been stocking I up. That. Okay. Don't recognize real, my nigga. Okay. Okay. Because the bitch don't play about her shit. Okay. I'm going to be official, official out this motherfucker. Don't get it twisted. So it's like, I go go in my mix my shit. You know what I'm saying? I'm like, what you need? Because it's literally like I turn into like this little doctor up in this Mm -hmm. house. (laughs) And then it's like, I'll set it out. And then it's either like somebody else comes with some message. Somebody out of the random literally pops up in my mind. And that's the bomb that I need. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, that Mm -hmm. has been. I guess like where the gift has been kind of like been massaged and also mm-hmm. just like the the centeredness of myself in this process because it's helped me change and just reflect and also be able to trust myself a little bit more than I ever have before. So it's it's uh it's a process, but it's also a desire for more, you know what I'm saying? And a desire mm-hmm. for more ground and desire for more like focus and a desire to be able to like honor those that are not here in the physical while honoring myself at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Everybody else is connected to me. Cause it's like once, you know, when your light starts shining, everybody else around you be on the same shit. Bitch. Yeah. I okay. feel like you have some like multi-dimensional ancestors. Like I don't like saying starcy, mm-hmm. but you're giving, you give me kind of like shaman vibes too. <laughs> That's funny that you say that. I think like if we were going to say like the goal in life, like to be kind of like that person that is able to be out in the woods, but can also be in the streets. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? Like, and you can merge between the two and everybody know, everybody know you where you go. Everybody respect mm-hmm. what you do. You know what I'm saying? But you are able to speak to and move through everything. And it's like one of my favorite decks that I got last year. It's like the shamanic medicine deck. My best friend and I, like that's something that he, he's kind of like saw me taking my spiritual journey and like he started going on his and it's like it's crazy how like sometimes the telepathy between the two of us is so 
ugly it's so amazing like i cannot even explain but it's like he's on his own journey and he'd be out here talking to fucking animals and like bugs and shit and i'm like okay dr doolittle like okay but it's like, these are things that we be doing like in the you know how you when you were a kid and thinking that shit was like real quick but it's like as adults we're like okay like we but see it do be real it's very real it's very real it people just also be sending little bugs after to listen and get the tea on your business. Oh. That's why it's important to keep your shit protected. Ooh. That's the mother tea, but. Ooh, oh, that. Okay, girl. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. I was about to say, but you know, around this, or in this home, in in this Caucasian home, is the case. <laughs> <laughs> we don't play that shit, okay? <laughs> I rebuke me. Okay, listen, red brick dust around this mug. You got firewall hey. protection. Listen, people come to my house and be like, why are those handprints on the window? I'm like, girl. That's to make sure that we don't have no bullshit up in here. What are you talking about? Mm. Like <laughs> that's firewall protection. <laughs> but which has different connotations, you know. Mm -hmm. I think it, it is. I think one thing I I try not to be a gatekeeper of spirituality because mm -hmm. you know language is the definitions of language are transient. There isn't one static definition. So you know, some right. people might think which is like a white people word. I see mm -hmm. which. I see it kind of from a different standpoint. I do think of it as a European word, but I don't, I see witches as being more like nature, nature witches and like mm. ritual work with spirits, like STDP stuff, people and stuff like that. So, um, yeah, I, that's why I'm saying witch for anyone, I see. you know, because I know I you don't call that. yourself that or whatever, but. Right. And like I was going to say, I received that. But with a hoodoo with very, um, like, I don't know if they're Pleiadian or like another star system, mm -hmm. but you definitely give me that kind of like vibe. I received that. I, received I don't know Tyrion, but yeah, definitely like you're working with some other, other um, extraterrestrial people. And, and it's like like I me. Can, you you and it's like and we can talk about this because we we hear it's like sometimes you feel like you have this other running like vibration that you're trying to like channel through and understand what their purpose is because sometimes they send you on like the wildest of goose chases or like the most craziest shit and then it's like why the fuck i gotta do all of this in order to get this clarity but then it's like you're trying to separate both of those energies and kind of like be able to give names it's like trying to understand their names you feel what i'm saying yeah. and like what what hmm. it's like what version of them shows up and how do you kind of like allow them to channel whatever I guess information needs to be known for the collective, whether it's for yourself, and then mm -hmm. also working towards like, because I think it's more of like an activator, you know what I'm saying? Like I touch people and it's like something turns on, whether it's the smallest of things or whether it's the biggest of things. Mm -hmm. So it's like, there's some sort of like, I don't know, they call it light workers stuff going on. I don't really know. All I be, yeah. you know, sometimes it's like you do and it feels right. And it's like, people have names for it. I'm like, I don't know, girl. I'll just be out here healing. I'd be like, Lay I'm a healing hand, <laughs> Lay in hands. Okay, child. Just did listen. I just went out of town. I was in Orlando. Um, I played this. Let me tell you, I'm a live game girl. Have you ever heard of a live game? What is that? Okay, so let me. Have you ever heard of Survivor? Mm, the show. Mm hmm. Mm hmm. So I want you to think of like people that love like Survivor, Big Brother, like those challenge TV shows, mm -hmm. but like aren't on them, but still have interest. Mm. There's these live games and stuff like that that people host where it's like you uh, fly to wherever these people are hosting this game, whether it's in, mm -hmm. you know, Colorado, could be, I did one in upstate New York, and you play the game basically like by this host. It's like a fan. Um, and you go through the whole process, yes. 
uh, but this one specifically was for a birthday and it was all 24 queer black men in one what? house. Yes, over a three day weekend, boating each other out, bitch. Do they <laughs> film it? Oh, it was definitely filmed. They're what, like cutting what network is together. it going to be on? Um, it's actually like they did it through Facebook at first. I think it's just gonna be YouTube. It's something that like a company, like a production company. Because you're uh, one of the entertainment Instagram. girls. On the like Did. secretly, like oh, you, you, you I feel it. I see it. I love it. Secretly, secretly, but like not secretly. Like that's not always secretly, been bitch. not secretly, bitch. Like that's always been like my vibe. You know what I'm saying? I grew to up on it shit. out there. You're right. So, I was yeah. about to say it's right up here, child. What is that? I was gonna say this is my one of my little intentions list. You know what I'm saying? Because you gotta you gotta sleep on it to believe it, bitch. And I'm like, no, hey. I'm on these shows, like it's it's my season, and it's Damn. just like it's got to be the right the right little connect. But yes, what were you gonna say? I apologize. So you were on this game show, mm -hmm. and like, was it dramatic? Like, what was it? Oh, it was giving drama, like full on drama. Like you can't put 24 niggas in one house and think it's not gonna be yelling and screaming and, and fighting and shit. Like, yeah. Come on. It was giving very that. Um, it was giving very me in the corner sometimes looking at everybody like, bitch, y'all have lost it. And I'm gonna move to this other room because there's a lot of energy around me right now. And I can't deal with this. And then of course, it's, you know, because me, it was like, it's some other man that was like, always come over with me. And I'd be like, mm hmm, just be laid up. Because like, <laughs> I was giving very showmans. Cause that's, there. <laughs> of course, it was it was literally all types of hmm. men that you could like imagine. Oh. It was such a, a sisterly experience as well. Wow. We had a little ball. Like, we had a little, like, a drag show. Like, I dressed somebody up in drag. Like, my partner. It was it was giving a lot. You, I definitely amazing. share it with you when it comes out. But what <laughs> I loved about it was I basically, like, when everybody was like, oh, my God, my knee. Because, you know, we getting old. My knee, my back. I was like, oh, girl, let me put my hands on you. Let me do yeah, yeah, sure did. Get headache gone. Wow. Kneecap back together. I was like, damn, girl, like you getting really, you get really good out you here. You good? <laughs> <laughs> like, show the fuck out, girl. Oh my God. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh my God. That is amazing. Well, I don't want you to, um, I don't want you to corrupt any of the terms of your non-disclosure agreement. I'm sure you had to sign, but. Oh, that, <laughs> listen, one day, one day we gonna get there. Okay? One day, that is amazing. <laughs> that is so yes. cool that you were on that. Well, first I wanted to ask, do you still have your elekes and stuff for that you got from Cuba? I got, I remember I got two. Mm. Um, because I saw two different Babalaos. The first one gave me the Shango Aleke, and I think the second one gave me an Orula Aleke. The Orula Aleke I lost, like, the first year that I got back mm -hmm. to the States. Um, the Shango Aleke broke summer last year. Um, so it, it held on. It held on. Wow, it through. Damn. That's yeah. a long time. When I tell you, when I tell you, Keontae. <laughs> Like when I tell you I have been through like arrests, <laughs> sleeping in random places, like getting in random, like random fights. Like I have, I have grown up a lot. I will say that mm -hmm. the Lord is always working on me, but right. it's gone through. I've been through hell and high water, then mm -hmm. lost shit multiple and that held on out of everything. And then it was like, finally, when I started getting into putting myself out there, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. For the collective and doing like collective work and really like 
finding myself in the process because I felt like at one point it was like I was doing it and I felt connected to it, but then I felt like I was on a work schedule that didn't make sense to me because that's not the reason why I wanted to get, like I started doing it, what I was doing in the first place. It mm-hmm. started to just, and I was like, you got to refocus on you. And when I was in that cocoon period, that shit snapped out of nowhere. I think it was like, I think I wrote it down like sometime in June of last year. And I was like, this means something. This means something. And I don't know what it means, but I'm gonna come back to that. But shit started going very, very fast from that time on, for sure. Wow. I still have the like I still have the beads and everything too. Like, cause I'll put them in some candles and shit. Child, I keep on everything. Okay. You gotta, gotta keep on everything. You never know mm-hmm. when you come later, okay? Girl, that is so funny. Cause I um I wasn't expecting to get Shango because whenever I got I'm in Isheche, and so we do like the hand of Ifa first, and I was all over mm. Um, but then yeah, it switched. So yeah, I love some Shango energy though. Leadership, you know, mm-hmm. justice. You also be dancing too. <laughs> Moving around and shit. Mm-hmm. I don't know what the I don't know what I be doing. But what I explain to people when people ask, they're like, what the what the fuck is that? And I'm like, well, to me, I see a story. I see a, a music video. I see colors. Mm-hmm. I see like vibrations and I've wanted to bring other people into that journey with me. And mm-hmm. it's like along with, because uh, the Reiki teacher I learned from was international. Um, she mm-hmm. lives in uh, Turkey at the time, um, but she's French. Mm-hmm. So it was like when we studied, it was always digital. So I didn't have somebody that I was like working on this in person with. It mm-hmm. was always stuff that I like practice in at home with my friends. I'd be like, hey girl, like, let me, can I, da whatever, whatever, just get practice. But it was like, and then the candles were like the main modality that I use it for and still use it for to this day. Um, but the dancing had always been like, when I feel like I'm in a mood, like I hear music and I just see it. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like I can see the beat and it's like, it turns into something very different for me. It's something that I, I learned from my uncle. My uncle uh, was a DJ, um, you know, in his oh. lifetime. And it's like, we grew up listening to, you know, Pac, Biggie, like Nas, like, you know what I'm saying? Like riding around doing shit. So it's like, and then he would bring his, uh, it was like his little machine that he used to like play like beats on and shit like that. And he would just oh, like the loop thing or whatever. Mm-hmm. And my brother makes music now. I never got into that, but I always really enjoyed oh, listening wow. to it, you know? So for me, it's like my way of being able to see the, like hear and see the beat. And I listen to that more than I listen to the lyrics. And it's like, I think of it throwing, like throwing energy around, you know what I'm saying? And being kind of like a dancer, but like also like an energy worker because it's like I raise the vibration, not just of myself, but of the room. And it helps you to shake some shit off too. So it's like, I'm doing all this work. I don't know if a lot of people know that about what it is that I do, but it's like when I share, it's very intentional. You know what I'm saying? It's like, I want to make sure that I'm not just thinking about like what I'm doing to help me. It's like, this is helping me and I want to show y'all how it's helping me. And I feel like that's kind of like where I want to take stuff in the future, like being able to show how to catch music in that way to mm-hmm. use it for your own personal healing. I love that. Yeah. Yeah. Real nigga Reiki is what I originally called it. Real nigga Reiki. Reiki. Wow. But I was I like, you know, the that. girls, <laughs> the girls may be a little like, uh, but I'm like, listen, it's how I get down. So. Real nigga Reiki. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. They got a ring to it, right? <laughs> Reiki. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Come on oh. now. I was about to say, listen, I was about to say, hey. Hey, hey. Real, <laughs> real, 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 real. Okay. Hallelujah. Real nigga, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yeah.
Well, anyway. Okay, so. mother. okay Mariah. Come on, Mariah. <laughs> Love her. Um, so how long have you been living in NYC? Um, if this is 2021, I moved here after grad school in 2014. Um, so like July 2014, I lived in Jersey for like nine mm -hmm. months. I was commuting back and forth. Um, but then I officially moved out in Bedside and I've been here mm -hmm. since June 2015. Wow, you've been there a mm -hmm. long time. Ooh, child, I'm getting old. <laughs> you're but 30 yeah. <laughs> yeah, No, you're right. I, I definitely have been here a while and it's it's getting to that point where it's like, you know, sometimes when you feel, you know, you feel the nudge, you feel the urge, where it's like, all right, baby girl, you've done what you need to do here and it's time to mm -hmm. pack it up and move on. But you know, you still have those connections that you mm -hmm. don't necessarily want to, you know, let go of. That's what it's giving right now. I'm at that phase of like, you've really completed a lot here. Um, but the way that everything has been set up, I've built a home. So it's like, who necessarily wants to leave their home? So I'm in between in those growing pains right now. And also just, you know, you know me, I'm a, I'm a praying and send it out to the universe. Like I'm praying for like the right little opportunity to plop into my lap. That'll get me to move over to the West coast the way that I need to. So I can just, I was going to say LA. up and the, everybody been saying that everybody, everybody's been saying that it's part of my desire. I just want to be by water. Like I have to be, I'm a Scorpio. I'm a Pisces rising. Like I thrive Damn. in water. Like I do my spiritual baths. Like it was once upon a time where that was like a every six months, like maybe once a year child. That's like a once a month, once every other couple of weeks. Type of, like I need like baby, it, keeps, it seems keeps like the Ori clear. Hey, it seems like, um, Los Angeles is kind of a, a popular trajectory for people from moving from um well who have lived in new york for a minute mm -hmm. i don't know if they're <sighs> similar network connections but i've had a, like a lot of friends who mm. live in new york and then they move to los angeles not really like the opposite but um yeah i mean i could totally see you living in la so what would you say have been some of your most monumental moments um living in nyc especially because i mean i think you got so you got to live in NYC for the last five years pre-COVID. You know, a lot yes. of shit has changed and it will be Ooh, forever, like, you know? Yeah, no, New York is not the same. It's weird to have lived through uh, this COVID period. And I still, like, we're still in it. It doesn't feel the way that it used to prior. Um, but... I don't know, New York has changed for me so much because I feel like when I came here, I was in a very different like space, like mentally. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Like I, I had three goals when I moved to New York. It was uh, to find a man because I had never been in a, like a real relationship. Mm -hmm. It was to figure out what I wanted my career to be. And it was also to just like live closer to my friends. Those are like the three mm -hmm. things that I wanted to like do. Um, and I feel like being able to be, because now child, now I'm like manifestation is real, bitch. Um, I live on the same block <laughs> as my bitches, like <laughs> my oh, best friends from college. So, oh, I'm so cute. Yeah. I'm <laughs> Literally. <sure>. So I'm, <laughs> listen, it is a, it's a blessing how it all happened. And then they moved. So now they're closer. So I was like, this is wow. too much. It's like some of my biggest moments have been, um, when I switched from, cause I used to teach elementary school mm. when I first came here, I taught, uh, I taught kindergarten. It was basically like, I was like a apprentice teacher. So I would like hop into classes when teachers would be out sick. But then they were like, bitch, you're good. They were like, we want to give you a full-time job. And we don't like this man. So skirt. So they kicked him to the curb and then gave me his job. And I taught third grade. And then they gave me first grade the next year. And then I was like, this is, I love these girls, but I miss teaching like Spanish. And it was just like stressful being in an all 
girl environment. And I wanted to be able to connect and I felt like I was able to give them a different perspective, especially as a queer, like black man. But I also felt like that was not my place. You feel what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I wanted to get back to what I'd always gone to school for. So when I made that decision to switch, that was also the time that I started like my sobriety from alcohol and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So it was like I started teaching high school and then I also started kind of like working on like, you know, not drinking and everything because that was Ooh. taking over my life too. Mm. So it was like, that was one, that was like maybe 2016, I want to say. Especially if you live in New York, New Yorkers motherfucking drink. They drink that and, and teach All your money too. Yes, it does. And it's expensive here because it's the most expensive place. So you're out, you know what I'm saying? You're getting in Ubers, you know what I'm saying? Because you have to get home because you don't want to ride the train. Mm. It was just like, it was just a vicious cycle. You know, so and the hangovers. Oh my God! Like and those the are the fresh. things that I do not miss. Do not miss that. The, oh. the spiraling out of control. Like it's just like you. You cannot pay me to go back to those times, and I can't even sit here and be like, Oh my God! Like I haven't drinks. I definitely have, and it's like every single time that it's been like a a, a relapse. It's been like I remember why I don't do this, and then it makes me stay away from it that much longer. Mm -hmm. It's like mm, I know exactly why I'm not doing this shit in the first place because it is literally ruining me, and I want to keep this body. That has been. I think as I've gotten older, it's so much more important to think about like, oh my gosh, like this is all I got. You know what I'm saying? I think all when you we grow got. up, who child? When we grow Me up, we think, okay, all I got is that's what I'm doing. Okay, hey, but yeah, I, well, not to segue, but um, I mean, I do think it's important that people, um, especially the LGBTQ community, um, be aware of our relationship with alcohol because. I, I don't know if you know, I lived in Chicago for like five years mm -hmm. and um, I was like a party girl there. And it was just like every, you know, getting drunk and then like crying about our problems. And, you know, mm -hmm. like, I, it was kind of like, you know, we were doing like political activism stuff and like, you know, partying. But it was just yeah. like alcohol became too much of a bonding factor. Um, mm -hmm. And I get nauseous easily. So, I mean, I, I hold my liquor, but my hangovers would be so bad and I would just be mm -hmm. so depressed and shit. So mm -hmm. definitely cheers to being aware of your relationship with alcohol and stuff. Um, Ooh, okay. Come on, Truth Burp. You see, listen, because I don't know if you have those. I call them Truth Burps. And uh, I think it was like a, so a witch that I met. Uh, I went to Toronto, top of 2020. And she was like, I call these Truth Burps when it's like you have gas out of nowhere. And it's like, it affirms everything. So I took that and I was like, oh, this makes perfect fucking sense. I say. Uh, so I was like, I feel you there because honestly, as you say, that makes me think like that is kind of like the spiral or the space that I'm moving out of as I'm like planning my planning my uh shit to get out of New York or whatever. Because mm. I feel like I came from Pittsburgh. I went to the pit. I was there for two years. And that's that's basically what that cycle was. And I was like, I gotta get the fuck out of here. Because mm. Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh, I don't know if you've ever been there. D exactly. I the never wanna go. <laughs> no, Honey, I no, I mean <laughs> No, go ahead, child. <laughs> <laughs> you moved there from Georgia? Mm-hmm. Well, you wanted to be up north somewhere, probably. Uh-huh. And graduate, I was the it was like it was either there or like Riverside for my PhD program. And Pittsburgh was like the closest thing to New York. It was an oh, hour ride. Okay. That makes sense then. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I was in a PhD you know program too. Okay, so please, because I'm like, Chicago, PhD program, please run me these deets. Because I'm like, we have way too many, like, parallels oh, in our yeah. lives that I'm, like, noticing. Yeah. And I'm like, I feel like that's a that's something to affirm. Hey! person, to be like, there's there's something to learn in that. Yeah, well, <laughs> I, 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 well, just for the listeners, too. Mm -hmm. But I, um, 
Oh, well, I'm from Mississippi, Tupelo, Mississippi. But um, mm-hmm. my dad's side of the family is from down here, like Louisiana, Mississippi area. And mm-hmm. so I um, lived abroad for a year and like junior year of college. Okay. And then I went to I went to University of Michigan, but I got a master's degree from there because the PhD program was trifling. Um, I was like, this is this is driving a lot of the people I know into deep depression. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, so I left there and then moved to Chicago and worked in higher ed. I was in Chicago from like like 2013 to 2018 ish, mm-hmm. and then um, and that's when I started doing my like tarot business and stuff. But I've been mm-hmm. reading tarot for like 14 years, and then. Um, yeah, and then and of occultists for like a long mm-hmm. time too. But um, then after living in Chicago, I moved here to New Orleans. So I've been here for about um, two and a half years. And then so I'm here, you know, you know, doing my training and stuff, my eyeball training. And then um, I think next stop is definitely Miami. Okay. Bienvenidos. But okay. I mean, I'm I'm going to like my spirit is just telling me to go visit and stuff. Hmm and see because i'm not really trying to live in the city city uh-huh. i also live kind of outside just near the water because mm-hmm. i have um olokun and yemaya are like who, who give me my blessings and stuff so mm-hmm. like walking by the water is like good for me and shit so mm-hmm. i love being like near the water i completely identify with that and like i that's part of the reason why when i do go out west because i try to get to los angeles if not every year, every other year. Um, yeah. It's kind of like a trip that I try to like make. Because it always, every single time I go there, every I've come back and I felt more connected to myself. Mm. It's something in the air over there. It's I love the Los Angeles. Yeah. I've gone, I think I've gone there like nine times in the past. Really? Like five years, four or five oh years. Oh my gosh. I would go yeah. like two, three times a year. Because I have, I have like a lot of friends that live there and shit. And, um... Shit, bitch, I might be moving to LA next. Yeah. Okay, like, okay. Listen, we be out there pumping these motherfucking streets, okay? What's up? What's up? Okay. I don't know. See, you never know. I am thinking about environmental calamities, and both of them are subject to, yeah. Oh, you know, Miami has a hurricane. Yeah, water and and wind, fire. But, but, yeah, LA got, yeah. I I think, yeah. Look. We're going to see. We're going to see. We're going to stay back offline. Of course. No, because I was about to say, I already can tell the way that things are going. I don't know where I'm being led, but it, I feel this sense of like, because I like to play low key. Like I'm such a shadow bitch. Like I tell people I'm Casper. Like I don't necessarily like being, not necessarily not seen all the time, but like I sometimes struggle with like putting myself out there as much as I know that I should. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. imposter syndrome is, you know, some of us call it. It's like, True. are you good enough for this right now? Like da 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 whatever, whatever. And it's like, there are things that literally go against all of those feelings. So you need to just mm-hmm. suck it up and do it because you know that that's what you're supposed to be doing. Period. Um, period. And it's like stepping into that and like knowing that like it's, it's our season, it's our time. Mm-hmm. It's just like stay focused and also just like, my biggest thing is always like staying humble and being real about it. You feel what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. I'm always, if I'm going through it, I'm gonna tell you I'm going through it. Like if I'm good, I'm gonna tell you I'm good. You like, it's just, that's the reality of life. And I'm like, I'd much rather you know how I operate. Cause I always tell people too. I'm like, sometimes I disappear for like a week or two and then I pop back up. It ain't nothing. It'd be like, it's just, that's how I, it'd be like that. You know what I mean? But that's self-awareness. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's like, that's one of the most humbling things that people will like say, like, you're so self-aware. You always, you're so conscious of, I'm like, 
yes, baby, because I need to make sure I know what I'm giving out so I know, you know, how I can receive it back or how I can become better. And also, especially as someone who is particularly touched and anointed, <laughs> you got to be careful. Okay. Very but nice. anyway, so I know you were talking about Pittsburgh and then so New York, uh, mm-hmm. the sobriety, alcohol sobriety. Yes. Um, so that was, uh, that was kind of like one of my biggest things while I was here. I'm obviously getting this apartment that I uh, live in. Cause I actually, I lived with, um, two, uh, like, I guess what would it be? Uh, so two white cis, les- like white cis women, um, lesbians. Oh. Um, and th- that was like my first year, like living in New York. And then that, uh, we didn't, we ended up like separating and I moved into this apartment and I've been in this place by myself for like four or five years. By yourself in NYC. Wow. Yeah, that style. Like <laughs> the dream. Very much so. So like that's something that people all I'm grateful that I've had this place this long. And it's like it's my sanctuary. People always I don't let a lot of people in my house. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like I can probably count on two hands the number of people I've had in this house in the last five years. Mm-hmm. Um but when people come here, they're always like, It's just so comfy. I'm like, Yeah, because it's spirits running around in here, child. Right. <laughs> it's comfortable in here. Okay, they be keeping me safe. They want to make sure you good too. Hey. It's tough. It's important. I love when my friends will come through and they'll like say hello. <laughs> they'll like leave little little offerings and stuff like that. I'm like, oh I'm like, I love y'all. I'm like, that's those are the type of people I have in my life and I'm grateful for. You know what I'm saying? Um, so that's also like a really big thing, I guess, for me too, is like this transition into because my house is changed so much like i remember like even looking at the damn thing i remember i used to have just like one drawer that was over to my right and i used to have trash bags of where my clean clothes were because i didn't have dresses i couldn't get anything in here you mm-hmm. know what i'm saying and like i promise you the years that i started like um doing like i used to do daily tarot pulls for the collective like i was knocking them bitches out every day um mm-hmm. i used to have like a called it sunday service <clears throat> so i would get up on periscope at like 11 11 on periscope yes because i used to hop on twitter yes okay that's how you know it was back in the day and used to hop on twitter every sunday and basically just like give like it was like church i grew my grandmother's a minister great grandfather minister like i come from a very long line of like preachers um so it was like my way of centering for the week and also like offering that to folks and then you know, I've shifted more into how do I follow the moon and how do I share those things and also like offer these different modalities. Cause it's like, I love tarot, but I had to take a step away from it for a little bit. And mm-hmm. I was shifted to oracles and I was also shifting into just like other other ways of offering and other ways of receiving messages, automatic writing, Akashic records, like all, all the different things. Like I'd be in here studying on the low. I just don't like, I don't be saying all the time what I'd be studying. Cause I, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like, I, you know, mm-hmm. you, you're learning. So you never feel 100% like ready to share, but it's like, I've been doing my work. So that way I can continue to become better and offer it to not just myself, but whoever else needs a blessing, you know? Hey, I say. So then, um, I guess your mode, you have a, a range of modalities. And so what mm-hmm. kind of services do you offer? I think I saw that you do candle Reiki. That is like my, that's my favorite um, out of everything that I do. So like, that's something that normally I will not offer all year, but I'll keep it open more often than I have like my one-on-ones. Um, but candle Reiki healing is basically just like um, using Reiki symbols, using Reiki energy. But I also, uh, maybe like last year or something like that, um, I had a friend of mine, I remember a, a reading that I had um, and he brought up Prince, right? Um, Mm. and he was talking about, you know, the idea of Prince having his symbol, 
Prince's symbol can still live after he's not here. You can call in that energy. You know who he is. You understand like his power. Like mm-hmm. even though he's not here in the physical, you still can kind of like see when he's around when you notice that. Mm-hmm. So in my mind, I was like, well, if I wanted to create my own, what would that look like? And how does that, you know, how does that process go? And if I wanted to in- in- infuse it or set the intention for these things, what does that look like? So I played around with it for a little bit. And then I basically like came up with something and it felt like, it felt like I remembered something. It was like I unlocked a key or some shit. And I got it as a tattoo. Oh. So in my mind, and the way that it's set up is like, it's like if you share it at the right time um, or share it with the right folks, it's like having access to the theme of, it's like Venus, Mars, and the sun all infused into one. Mm. So it's kind of like bringing that healing, bringing that energy, that divine feminine, but also being able to be about that action and always knowing that like you're calling in that healing every single time you're invoking this like symbol or what have you. Mm. So it's like I throw that into the candle and it's like helping people to kind of like release those blockages um, in their life. It's like sometimes people come with, you know, breakups. Some people come with like desires for like new houses. Some people come with desires for new mindset, one mm-hmm. self-love. And it's like, I walk you through the process. What are you noticing? How are you uh, noticing that this is shifting in your life or what are the things that appear? How do you hold on to these things? So that's kind of like the direction I do that with my- Damn. But, mm-hmm. I need to talk to you after this. Great game for the energetic release, bitch. But yeah, hit my girl up. That's what's up. Okay. Um, but yes, I, I offer that. And then you argue also, because uh, I was going to say, I also do, sometimes I do like one-to-ones. It depends. I have like a general guidance session that I do now. Um, so it's basically like 75 minutes of like whatever you need. And I go everywhere. I tell people it's like school, like I'm just your teacher. <laughs> so get your oh. pen ready. You know what I'm saying? And give my guidance sessions. But I offer those probably like once a year at this point, just because That's- things are so... Things are always shifting. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, And you have a podcast that. also? Yes, Mystic Moments, where I bring a little wisdom and a little mysticism to your week, even though it's giving very month right now, because that's the way that life has been. Hey. Um, okay. But no, what it is, is um, when I started it, it was like, I didn't necessarily see a lot of like Black queer voices talking about astrology. Mm-hmm. And also, like, I don't know nothing about no quincunks no no trine no i'm like what are these things like uh uh-uh i'm like this these are things that are very confusing for me so let me break down what i know and we're gonna break it down like that so it's like it it became kind of like a show of like me talking about where's the moon transiting what cycles are we having with that if you have like a big transit like jupiter and pisces or something maybe i'll do a little research on that i'll have guests come on so you know we'll have to talk about that offline because a little bit more in the new year um Yes, listen, I'm I'm so here for that. And I'm all about collaboration right now. Like I'm all about like reaching out to people and like letting people know like I wanna do like I wanna do shit. I get so caught up in my head and like anxious, like, am I gonna come correct? Like, am I am I reaching out? Am I you know, and then it's like no girl, just like do it. Like it's time for you to step out. So I'm Yeah. I'm I'm just reach it. out and do it. Shit. Mm-hmm. Well, we gonna make that happen, period. So um, I did want to talk about your, um, you were in BuzzFeed and the Vogue. What were you, what was that um, coverage like? Was that- oh my gosh. That you is- the girls up a little bit, you know? Like- <laughs> <laughs> First and foremost, thank you. Um, <laughs> oh my gosh. Like now that I'm thinking about that, I remember that time was crazy. So I had um, a girlfriend of mine. This was like right after I left teaching. Uh, it was like when I had, I really went through like my shadow moment, you know what I'm saying? The dark night oh, of the soul. Oh, teaching, yeah. Yeah, like it was like I was basically like in that for like a whole summer. No no income, no nothing. And then this Ooh. opportunity pops out of nowhere. 
Um, and it was basically like, we'll fly, like, you can fly out here. We'll reimburse you for your ticket or something like that. You'll get paid a little something. I was like, oh my God, a gig to basically like read tarot and it's black friends do tarot for the first time. Uh, uh tell me, it was 11-11 was the date that I filmed this on. What? November 11th, 2019. Uh, you literally could not make that up. <laughs> I was like, really? It was like a full moon. What full moon is going to happen around that time? If we go back to November, so uh, maybe like Taurus or something like that mm-hmm. was like happening. So I'm like, okay, like, I don't know what this is giving, uh, but it was nice to see people positively respond. I think I was reading because I don't really get into comments all the time because I, I'd be so negatively affected. I'm like, I'm so sensitive. I don't want nobody to dislike me. But <laughs> I remember somebody saying like, this is the most co- like positive comment section I've ever seen like on BuzzFeed. Like, Wow. It was super dope to sit because there was also a segment where I filmed with a psychic. It was on, I found out that this was on uh, Snapchat. Snapchat had it as like a, a feature back Uh-oh. in like February. Um, but I filmed with like the psychic. He basically, remember I told you about my stepbrother. He like spoke to him. He came into the room and everything like that. It was very like crazy. It was crazy, but in a good way. It was like, wow, this is like some, that was when I was stepping into the world. So that was like my first uh, opportunity to have like me and like Gangsta Gurry like put out there you know what i'm saying um and then vogue literally popped out of nowhere like it was like somebody reached out and was like hey love your work uh vogue reached out to me they asked if i do any astrologers i gave them your information they may reach out to you and two weeks later here it is manifesting out of nowhere and i'm like holy shit so that's like how i started 2021 with like the 13 astrologers to follow and i was like i don't know how i got wrapped up in this astrology shit but you know what if that's what y'all see me as, go ahead, girl. I'll tell you yeah, very yeah. differently when you come to my... Okay. Um, so it was that. Uh, Oprah Magazine was in February. InStyle was in March. Wow. So it's just been feature <laughs> after. And I'm like, yes, Lord. I'm like, I don't yes. know. What... <laughs> I was going to say, I don't know what I did, to... but I do know what I did to deserve this. I started moving in my purpose. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? I started taking opportunities when they came instead of like finding fear in being asked questions about things that I've been studying for years. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah. Like, what was that transition like from um, teaching to, I guess, are you, are you like full-time spiritual worker and stuff? So I still, like, I don't teach anymore. Um, so I call my day job. It's basically like something I do for a couple of hours a month. Um, I work as like a support agent. So basically like superintendents, leadership folks all around, like educate, like schools around the country. I deal with them to like help them for, ways in order to make their schools better. Um, so I do that very part-time, but then everything else that I do has been like um, doing readings, uh, doing candle magic, doing mm. like making content, which is weird to call myself a content creator because I never thought that I would literally call myself that, but that's kind of like, you know, the crux of what that's I do. That's what it's giving. That's what it's giving. Um, <laughs> but it was, a, it was very hard because there was a stability that came with that. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There was a stability, like, I know this check is gonna come in, um i know that you know i i can keep this apartment whatever whatever um but i was so drained like i would literally wake up mornings with migraines um i would be like throwing up some mornings just like out of nowhere mind you i'm not drinking nothing like it's just like that's how my body is responding to having to go to this place and be around these people and all this energy and then i think i started transitioning into like covering my head while i worked at my last school Um, oh wow and they started like giving pushback. And I was like, this is literally like the only thing that's able to keep me here, <clears throat> like in this building today. Um, and then I just started like missing work, like, cause I couldn't get out of bed. Like it was like, I had to 
I would try to wake up, do my little tarot reading for the day because that was when I was really getting deeper into my practices. I would pull and I used to have a blog. People that's been with me for a long time know that I used to wake up and I used to blog the tarot reading of the day. Um, mm, and you like, be able to see like the energy. Mm -hmm. This was like 2018 maybe. Mm -hmm. um, so it was like, that was, it was hard because it was like, I was teaching Spanish. I was a department chair. Then it was like, oh, like, I don't, I can't show up physically anymore. You know what I'm saying? The same way. So it was like, what can I do? So they gave me a schedule that like worked. Then they made me like a, uh, like working with like the students that needed some assistance to make sure they graduate on time. Cause it was hours that like worked for me. And then it was just like, I called, I was on disability. I had a, like a complete like breakdown in here where it was like, I couldn't leave the house. Couldn't even call out. I was just scared. Like it was like, I, I just felt like this whole box of like paranoia. And that was when something was like, you got to start weaning yourself out of this um mm. ooh, and then now that you say that you brought up a memory child let me drink my water because child what? <clears throat> i remember that summer uh 2019 it was like around this time actually <clears throat> i got drunk unexpectedly got into a fight had my tarot cards on me because i was supposed to be doing readings for somebody at uh this birthday party that i went to Tell me why, I don't, do you remember that, you know the Tarot of the Orishas deck, the Zolrak deck? Did yeah. You this deck before? It was that deck. 11 cards are missing. And I, I should go back because I think I wrote them down somewhere. But like the deck was broken. 11 cards are missing. So I started looking at them and what they meant. And it was like, bitch, you about to take a trip. Uh, my friend from home, from Georgia, she buys me this ticket out of nowhere to fly me home because they could tell I was in crisis. Guess how many days it was for? 11. Of course what <laughs> wow mm -hmm. what so that's where that started <clears throat> i flew down to atlanta it was a lot of like family healing um ended up in maryland some shit went down there and then i ended up back in new york after having a little detour in delaware which we'll save that for offline um mm -hmm. had a little detour in delaware and then ended up back in new york and it was just like I couldn't go back to work when I was supposed to be off a of disability because I had like a rash that like literally like, um, so Babalu Aye. <laughs> mm -hmm. uh, when I've read about, or uh, and sometimes in the, the one of the, the stuff that I've learned, like Shafana, like I've always kind of like identified because I have like eczema, I've always had eczema. So I've always uh -oh. had like these like scars and stuff like that that like cover my legs and everything. So it was like, I was going through this period where it was basically like I was broken out in a rash, like all my face, my neck my back, oh, my wow. legs, I couldn't sleep. So I was in the house, like literally like uh, shedding skin <laughs> to have this re like this reformation and step out. Um, and wow. that's what took me, cause it was like, I couldn't go back to work. Cause I couldn't go back. I had to figure out what I had to do. And this was literally, I had been reading and stuff like that for maybe a year at that point, year mm -hmm. or two. So I took a chance of like offering services to folks and slowly but surely just like being consistent um, and then also I just give all my love, you know what I'm saying? I put my all into what I do. So it's like, I think that people know whenever you're coming to work with me, like I always have the best intention and, you know, want to make sure that you get what you came for, uh, and I can be the conduit for that message. So that's where it started. And it's like, ever since then, it's been, it's been a ride, but it's been a fun wow. ride and I've learned so much and I've grown into somebody that like, I think when I think about me as my like 15 year old, not even necessarily closeted, but closeted like gay self, mm -hmm. I'm like, he would look at him and be like, I like that nigga. Like he's pretty dope. Mm -hmm. And that's all you can wish for. Okay. Wow. That's amazing. Well, um, we're approaching an hour. So, you mm -hmm. know, I want to 
keep this kind of short, I guess. Well, yes. it's a longer Kiki. But um, <laughs> you got to come back on the show. Do you have anything Please. that you want to um, leave the listeners with or any things you're offering? Um, what do I want to leave the listeners with? Mm. So it was something I heard today that I wanted to share. Uh, sometimes a small act can make a big ripple effect. Mm-hmm. And that sat with me in a very different way today. Just like, you know, sometimes having like those conversations, just being like open uh, can change your life. So just like continue to be truthful to who you are. I don't know why, but that felt very important to share with your with your listeners, with anybody else out there. And gratitude to you. Um, I am at a point right now, I don't have anything coming up on the schedule as far as like offerings for the collective. I do know that there is this, should be doing this Solstice Retreat. I did this last year. Um, so I may have something coming up for that. But if people are looking to connect with me, um, I do have like a very small window of offerings open um, for guided sessions, I like to call them. Mm. Find me Gangsta Gurry, Gangsta with an yeah. A, because I don't do that ER buster bullshit over here. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we ain't no gangster bitch. Like, okay. Um, and Gurry with two R's. You can find me on Instagram, Twitter. Um, you can find me on Patreon, where I like to share, you know, personal things with like my people. Um, let them know about like what's happening in my life and also what's going on in the collective. Uh, or you can find me gangstagurry.me because it's me, bitch. And that's where you can yes. find all my shit. <laughs> oh my God, we love to see it. Well, thank you for coming on. Thank you for having me. Listen. <laughs>